Hello and welcome. It is UK Cowboys TV season one, episode 53. We are flying through the episodes. Uh, yes, this week we uh, did have a guest schedule. He's scheduled for next week. Um, we'll explain at the end of the show who that is. Um, but this week you've got uh, the four of us, the the full Celtic uh, Crusaders of UK Cowboys. <laughs> a lot of C's in there. I uh, don't know if you noticed that. But anyway, this week we've got Paul Graham and Brian with us. How are you all doing, guys? Good evening. Good, good. good. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've actually, in terms of Cowboys news, it's quite an interesting week. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, we'll touch on that in a moment. Um, obviously, this week we have the NFC East. It's the NFC East show. So we're going to look at um, the Eagles, the Redskins, and the Giants draft and roster predictions for the season based on uh, their schedule as well. Schedule coming out as well on Thursday um, on the exact dates of the who, the what, and the when. <coughs> um, don't worry, that wasn't a uh, cough for... Uh... <laughs> You'll also notice I'm wearing... Thank God uh, we're isolated. <laughs> you will notice as well, though, I'm wearing a number 29. Um, that is for good reason. Keep an eye out on Friday. Um, why that is uh, being displayed. But first off the bat, guys, I'm going to ask you about Andy Dalton. Um, so I'm going to go in reverse alphabetical order. Okay, so that's Paul. Uh, <laughs> some quick alphabet work there. Um, Andy Dalton, mate, I know you posted up during the week when it happened, kind of like on the fence, really. With the signing, what do you make of it? Just the initial thoughts straight off the bat. Um, solid backup, definitely, absolutely solid backup. I mean, at first, like, I, I wasn't too sure. Like, I didn't know the ins and outs regards to the contract and stuff like that. Like, I was like, the first thing that popped in my head is like, I see if he's earned a fair, fair amount of money, but no, he's actually on quite a bare minimum. Like, when you think about it, he's like, he could, could have got offered a lot more money from elsewhere. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you take into the fact as well, Cooper Rush has left town this week. Um, yeah. You could yeah. really say that they they um, cutting Peter to pay Paul, if you like. I don't know if that's the way you see it. It's yeah, basically well, from from looking at like when you compare Rush and uh, Dalton's, like how it affects the salary cap, it's not that much of a difference no. at all. So, I mean, we all know what, how we kind of feel about Cooper Rush. Like, we knew he wasn't going to be a legitimate backup. Like, he was just pretty much, like, and not, no, no disrespect towards him, but he was just more or less there to fill up the squad, I felt. I know it sounds, I know it sounds horrible to say that, but, but, but now I feel a lot more comfortable in the fact that we do have a solid backup that has been to the Pro Bowl, that has won a player, like, he has won one one playoff game with Cincinnati, I believe. Yeah, in the wild card, and uh, oh. no, I don't think he. Won, I don't think he's won a playoff game. Has he not? Well, either way, like he knows how to. He knows how to win games anyway. Like he's had. He's got the experience. He's, it's been what nine, ten seasons in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, and 
And his reason, and from from what I heard, like the reasons he wants to come, he came to Dallas. He just wants to be home. He already has a home yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he went to TCU, mm-hmm. which is not not far away from Dallas at all. It's yeah. it's yeah. like probably a ton about ten miles away from the main um, city block of uptown and downtown and yeah. and, and McKinney and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, um, overall, I, I mean, I, I'm not thrilled, but I'm just glad that we've got a, a solid backup in case anything does happen with that. That's it. Yeah. And also, I think as well, is a good protection there for you if anything does go uh, astray, should we say, with the the, the DAC signing. But Graham, give me your take before I I fill in too much of probably what you're going to say, mate. What's your take on the signing? I I like it, to be quite honest. Um, But with with limitations on it, and I'll I'll explain why. Um, At this point of the season... They're only using the cap space that's available to them. You're not going to go out and sign somebody for, you know, the the money you were going to pay Andy Dalton. Um, I mean, I know there's guys still out there, but you wouldn't you wouldn't give them that money because if they were going to get that money, somebody would have paid them it by now. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. in the region of seven million dollars, so it's it's a it's a large chunk of change. Um, I mean, I I, I don't see. I don't see any reason not to spend it um, because to go and to, be, to get a player of that caliber for that money, you're going to have to trade for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And our, yeah. our draft capital is already um, minimalist. It's not bare bones, but it, it's we don't have excess, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. to have to have a player like Andy Dalton who has started every game he's been fit. You know, just looking at his stats now. Eight years in the league, um, he started every game he's been available for. He's always throwing more touchdowns and interceptions. Um, but there's a reason the Bengals are moving on from him. Um, mm-hmm. I think he does have his limitations, which is why he was a second-round pick. He does have his yeah. limitations. The Bengals yeah. have always been loyal to him. That's I think that's why he's been there that long. But when you find a new head coach has come in and he doesn't have the same kind of ties they've obviously gone with uh, Joe Burrow for the future um, Dalton wrong side of 30 now um, I, I like the move but I, I see some silly comments on social media that Dalton should start for the Cowboys yeah. let's, let's settle down yeah. um, I mean there's a reason the Bengals don't want him you know <laughs> I mean, it's not like, oh, we could get a quarterback number one. We better shift Dalton. No, they're moving on from Dalton for a reason. The guy has limitations. But in saying that, I don't know if he's ever had the running game that we do. Um, uh, and- Dalton come in and manage a game for us? Yeah, absolutely. We can win the game on the ground. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I always, regular listeners always know, I'm always of the opinion that if your QB goes down, your season is done. Um, but with Andy Dalton, maybe not. No, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just just to, just so just to add, add on top of that, like, funny you just mentioned like Sasekin. That I mean, now we've got the whole wide receiver core on top of that, yeah. and and not to kind of uh, give um, Dalton any freeway to why he kind of mean being bad in Cincinnati. Like he did have a bad O line for a while as well. 
like compared I, I to mean, that's yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but again, I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not using that as an excuse because some of the things that Dalton did do were inexcusable. Like some of the yeah. interception, where he was thrown to, you like, what were you doing? You know, so he is very yeah. loose. He's very, very loose with the ball, is what you could say. I mean, yeah. what you've got to remember is people are saying, oh, you know, um, Andy Dalton, um, you know, like you say, great with the ridiculous comments. I get to you now, Bry, um, on a take for. Andy, one thing you can't forget is um, Dalton, with everything he did do well, his shortcomings, you can't take away from the fact that he probably, at a particular point of his career, had one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. When you think about what he had, which included the tight end, Tyler Eifert, who at the time was on form, was playing at a yeah. high level. I would say he was probably up there along with Gronk at one point. He, he was close, yeah. They, 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 they would. You no, know, you could say in, especially if you want to go down fantasy road. Oh, like, he was balling it. Yeah, at a time when tight ends are sure, you know, very far and few between, he was one you could go to and be like, oh, here we go. I've got myself a a tier one tight end. Yeah. Um. Mm. So although he had that, and the Bengals did actually have quite a good defense. Um. You know, the, the, the Bengals' defense at that particular time were quite good. He still had shortcomings. So people will say, like, oh, you know, Dalton, this, that, and the other. You can say, well, <laughs> yeah, okay, he had a bad O-line. He, the, the, the Bengals team were struggling, but you can't discount the fact that he had one of the best receiving cores and a, and a decent yeah. defense, mm. and they still failed. Uh, but for you, Bry, give me your take, but also tell me, <laughs> what is it? about Andy Dalton's strength. I, I just spoke about his weaknesses, but um, yeah. what is it that he does well? What are his um, like, for me, the, 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 the thing that stood out over the weekend was it was another transaction which made sense for the Cowboys. You know, to bring him in, three million, I think it's either Graham or Rich has, has, bet, has beaten the drum for the whole of last season and said, if that goes down, Cooper Rush isn't, isn't the replacement. You know, if Jerry will go out and pick up someone. So now we have someone on the team who can actually come in and play in the game. You know, in what, three or four seasons Rush was with us, he threw the ball three times. Yeah. You know, you, can, you couldn't bring that guy in. I saw a lot of, you know, mumblings on our all our social media outlets from people starting to uh, say, oh, yeah, right, that's going to light fire and prima donna, Dak is going to sign a deal. And I had to restrain myself from, from, from doing a Richard Jones and calling people clowns. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what you're being if you're trying to say Dak, Dak is going to be replaced by Andy Dalton. He's not, no, right? No. As you said, we, we, we've, made, we've made the points in terms of what his weaknesses are. But let's look at his strengths and go, right, okay, the guy is a good game manager. Right. And okay. for us as a team, we like a game manager at, at quarterback. Now, Dak is a lot more dynamic in that he can also use his legs, he can use his feet. But our primary yeah. weapon is to hand off the ball to a running back. He's never had a running back like Zeke behind him, you know. And that's, that would be primarily what would happen if he had to come into a game. It's literally hand the ball, put it into Zeke's stomach, and let's see do the work. He's not he's not had an offensive line behind him. So let's see what had happened. If he came into a game and had time 
where he could start, as you say, like he has, has had great receiving force, but he's never had a great offensive line. So he'd now have that. And maybe with that little bit of extra time, he'd start carving up teams. Yeah, yeah. Just, just something to add in as well. See when you talk about like some people's comments and that. I have to admit, some of them were absolutely hilarious. But if there one is one thing I can tame to agree, the competition level is going to raise up substantially. Like, because yeah. Cooper Rust didn't really bring anything to the table. Like, because mm-hmm. it's always been Prescott's role. And there was no one there that was going to be that. Like, I know Dalton knows he's there to be a backup, but he can still come in and put mm-hmm. Prescott to excel himself even better as yeah. a quarterback. So that's the only argument I can see from some people's comments, but but the majority of them, yeah. It's a prop it's a Richard Jones one oh one. Very true. Now um just one other note I, I wanna say as well that I think makes the signing you know a double edged sword if you like is it's yeah. not just a good backup for Dak. It is he's also a veteran quarterback which is going to help Ben DiNucci in, mm. you know, in his development. Oh, yes, yes. And, and I, 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 I'm I, glad that you mentioned that. DiNucci and who's the other one? Is it uh, Fort- Clay Fortin? Clay Fortin, yeah. yeah. So, so, and these guys yeah. are like, like, like year one and a rookie. So yeah. the amount of knowledge, like it's no, some, like, like Dalton can still pass on his like, like, see what I did wrong here? See what I did wrong here? Don't do yeah. that, don't do this. Like mm. he, can, he can pass on that, like, in, like we all know, he's not really, he's no the greatest quarterback of all time. We know that, but he, yeah. but you can still pass on valuable information for these up and coming quarterbacks. So that's yeah, yeah. a win-win. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just as one little statistic for you, which is quite fancy, is uh, Andy Dalton and Callum Moore actually played against each other. Uh, Boise in, and TCU. Yeah, you are sorry. Boise and TCU. Yeah, in the 2010 Fiesta Bowl. So uh, yeah, Andy Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton's uh, offensive coordinator is a guy who beat him in college. <laughs> Just a little statistic for you that that, that cropped up. Can you imagine, yeah. what, can you imagine what the quarterback meetings are going to be like with the OC. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into um, the NFC East, then, guys. Yeah. We're going to start off with the Giants, all right? So if you want to bring up your notes or whatever you've got, we'll first break into the Giants uh, 2020 NFL draft. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to come straight off the bat and go, I like the Giants 2020 draft. I liked it, but I also hated it. It did well. (laughs) They, yeah. Well, well, they've, they've addressed their biggest they addressed needs. Need. They addressed need, which was offensive line. They took yeah. two tackles uh, and a guard. Mm. Oh, nothing wrong with that. No. Um, but apart from their first three picks, the rest of their draft I did not like. Mm. Now, the first three picks are amazing. You can argue about the first pick, Andrew Thomas. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 But we did say on this show that the first uh, four um, tackles that were on that list were very few and far between. Um, The one thing I will say Andrew Thomas had over all the other tackles was mobility. His mobility Mm. 
was far superior to the other guys, although we can argue about 40 times on the rest of it. I mean, mm-hmm. just general mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, the next pick they had, Xavier McKinney. Oh, that's a good steal, steal, that one. That's a good steal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then, as I say, it was uh, after that, it was Matt Pert. The rest, I'm kind of, uh, you know, it's a lot of linebackers. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, corner that nope. I'm not impressed about. But hit, hit me with it, Paul. Give me that your take on the Giants draft then, mate. I'm generally surprised they didn't go for any still players wide receiver. None at all. Mm. Very, is, very, yeah. very surprised. In a draft where there were a lot of wide receivers. Exactly. The amount of talent that was in that draft for wide receiver, like, 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 not even just the first one, but the second one, like, there was Pittman, there was, oh, God, the names were endless. Yeah. Well, Mm. I mean, let's just look, right, if you're talking about that, I know Brian is our roster guy, um, so he'd be able to go through this, but, I mean, have you seen what they've got, I, they've got a lot of names, right? A lot yeah. of bodies, if you like, personnel in the wide receiver department. But if you go through the list and look at the names, you just kind of like go, uh, and you kind of go through it like, uh, and you're, oh, Golden Tate, yeah, I remember him. And what's yeah. he done? Then? Yeah, okay. And you go through it, uh, Sterling <laughs> Shepard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Co- Corey yeah. Coleman. Corey Coleman, yeah, another yeah. one where you go, Plus. oh, this is a name I recognise. Wait a minute. It's nothing, uh, it's not, no, no offence, but he's nothing but trouble. That's been, what, two, two or three teams in the past season? Yeah. 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 Very fast guy, but for some reason, he can't seem to stay on a roster. No. Uh, and then, really, the only other guy, but I do actually quite like him, was last year's rookie. Um, yeah. Darius Slayton. Yeah. Darius Slayton. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And I know there's David Sills there as well. But, yeah. I mean, I know we, we've drifted from draft to roster, so so we'll come back. Um, I mean, for you, Gray, you're looking at, at the Giants draft. Is there anything apart from wide receiver you think was missing? Or, or do you think it was a good draft generally? Um, it was a good draft in terms of protecting the quarterback and running yes. the ball. I but, absolutely like to look at the Giants draft, I'm only going to echo what Paul was saying. To look at the Giants draft, you go, oh, well, they must have got a wide receiver in free agency. No, they didn't. No. If anything, they lost Cody Latimer. So yeah. if anything, the Giants receivers have got arrowed down um, mm. on some serviceable guys. I don't think they've got any game winners. Their, their wide receiver core is serviceable. It's, yeah. if anything, below average, I would say. Uh, you do recognise some names on there, but you're going, wow, see if the Giants can't run the ball, they, they'll struggle. Uh, yeah. The other thing is, it's a very, very young offensive line if they're going to pitch all those guys in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three, three yeah. offensive linemen in the first five picks. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's clear. I'll, I'll tell you this, like that. Giants O line are gonna have a nightmare when it comes to playing the Eros and the Redskins defensive lines. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is uh, obviously yeah. when we get to the schedule side. This is the the next part we'll come to. Um, but for you, Bry, anything on the on the, the Giants draft you want to add? Yeah, like like the the draft needs I had for the Giants were linebacker, which they took four. They, Offensive yeah, line, they took which they took 
three. Yeah. Safety, which they took one, obviously, with Xavier McKinney. Then their other two needs were tight end and wide receiver. As we say, the fact that Sterling Shepard is the wide receiver one. Yeah. He wouldn't be he wouldn't even be our wide receiver three. They no one is going to be scared of them coming out of the backfield. Um but also the fact they didn't add a tight end. Like it they've Evan Engram, uh Toilolo, Caden Smith and Dickerson. That's their, their tight end depth. They have nothing there. I do, but the thing is, Ingram has missed, has missed game time with injuries, oh, and they don't have anything in backup. That's probably why I've, no, I've, 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 I've never seen as much highlights, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Personally, yeah. I think that um, with Evan Ingram, he gets a lot of targets, purely mm. on the basis, because it wasn't it was even the same with Eli, but he's getting a lot of targets purely on the basis that they've got nobody else to throw the ball to. Yeah. I know obviously they've got their running back, but you can't give him every every snap and every pass. <laughs> you know, they talk about one dimensional. But I mean that's why I, I think he just it's it's more what's the word I'm looking for? He's overloaded, if you like, yeah. which a lot of passing. Yeah. Um, go on, Greg. The um, I think their game plan is quite obvious to see in what they've done over yeah. the off season. Mm. They want to run the ball and play oh, defense great. because they've spent a lot of money on Bradbury. They spent mm. a lot of money on Martinez. They brought in um, Frackwell as well. Um, yeah. So they beefed up the linebackers. They've they've kept Leonard Williams. They've uh, supplemented their, their offensive line so I think it's clear to see they want to run the ball and play D um, yeah. which isn't, you know, so many teams have yeah. done that in the past um, yeah, don't sleep on the Giants uh, I, um, I mean, I, I had to go at the wide receiver core but everybody's got to have a weakness somewhere Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I mean, you know Go on, if you've got something to go there, Bri I'll let you go first Yeah, I was, I was going to say, let's not forget the guy who is now their offensive coordinator Certain Mister Mister Jay Harris. Hey, look, look. You know, I mean, is he calling the plays though? Or (laughs) (laughs) look, right? As much as all over us. As much as we please play a four from one and uh, four from one and still decide to punt it, please. (laughs) (laughs) As as much as we all know what Garrett is like, what one thing you can't take away from him though is he does have the NFC East pinned down. Yeah, well, I disagree. I disagree. No, he was very. He was. He was a good. He, he would win for the East. But go on, give me your take. Everything's different now because we've got Mike McCarthy now. It's all different. We don't know. Jesse you don't have luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. Definitely. Redskins have got new new head coach and yeah. But yeah, the personnel, yes, because um, he will have. He will know the cores of each team. He will know, like, he will know how to get at Dak. If anybody's going going to know weaknesses, it's going to be him. So, yeah, yeah. he only he probably only has to go across the hall to the, the D coordinator to spill all the beans. So, yeah, mm. but that's football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is football. I totally agree. Okay, and. Um, now, obviously, we know what we're doing that they've done to try and keep their uh, quarterback up, right? 
that was obvious with the draft. Um, in terms of their opponents, um, so let's go through the first of all their home team, uh, their home teams. If everything is to stay as it is, yeah. right? So obviously they've got um, Cowboys, Eagles, Redskins, right? Yeah. Their other teams then are the Cardinals, mm-hmm. the 49ers, yeah, uh, the Browns, the Steelers, the Bucks, right? Now, yeah. Let's just go through so we can evaluate, if you like, where we think they're going to be at the end of the season. Are those home games, how many wins do you think that they've got there? And let's go um, their lowest number, what you think is going to be, and then the very best you think they could do on home games. On home games? Lowest number for me would be two. Um, so, yeah, hold on. Yes, I mm. agree would be the very lowest and the highest this is giving it a push five yeah i can see where you go in there five i agree so yeah if i was to say they were going to get five wins at home i think it would be uh eagles redskins browns steelers i think they would get a win off for some reason Maybe it depends if Big Ben's uh, playing or whatever. Now, yes. but, uh, but I yeah. was, but I was thinking I mean, more. I was thinking more towards they could. Ease, I think they could even beat Arizona potentially. They could. They could. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, they they're building, if you like, uh, and obviously you've got the backs as well, and they're they're a team sort of in limbo. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I'm kind of going with the Brady train on this one. I, I think the I think the Bucks will actually beat the Giants. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but I mean, of course, we're saying there that that's five home wins, and that's the maximum. That yeah. would be the best that they could get away with. Um, mm. have you, Graham, have you got a different number there? Highest and lowest? I would go lowest, lowest of two and highest of four. Two that, four. Um, that Cardinals offence has taken a huge step in the offseason. Oh, yeah, we've had Hopkins, yeah. 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 I completely uh, forgot about that. I forgot about that. The 49ers, they are who they are. Um, they'll, they'll still... The D-line, the D-line will slow that, that yeah. offence down. Um, yeah. if, if the Browns can get their act together, they've added a couple of tackles. Steelers, big Ben's on the out for me. I don't know if the Steelers will do much. I'm like Buccaneers, yeah. I have to agree that, that they might have found the missing piece. Because uh, mm-hmm. they certainly have the, the skill position, um, and the, yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, it, it it depends what they've got at wide receiver. The Eagles because it's very mm-hmm. very young. Just uh, the best who shows up really at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, this is the Eagles on the road. Don't forget, you know. Yeah. Mm. I mean, see when you when you consider that when you consider the Giants' offense. In terms of age, you've got a second-year QB, and you would imagine two rookies on it with Barkley. Um, yeah. mm. so they have an outball, but it's it's not going to come together so quickly for them, particularly in the first season. So, yeah, 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 yeah I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot, a lot to to fall into place. But what about you then, Bright? Home games, you're you're under and you're over. Zero. I am going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm just while you guys were chatting, I was just looking at the roster again and just go back to the, one of the things they didn't address. They didn't address quarterback. They picked up Colt McCoy, 
in free agency, but Colton Coy is not going to going to going to be a regular contributor, and they've Alex Tanny. So I was just looking through the roster and looking through their schedule, and I can see the Giants going for a big fat zero and trying to draft Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I I can see that because I looking looking at who they're playing at home. It's very hard to pick out a win. Maybe the Cleveland Browns. Maybe. So you don't think you don't think their first round selection, though, Daniel Jones is the guy then? No. 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 Like that was one of the things I wrote down when I was doing out my, my um points for them for the draft. Yeah. They've drafted quarterbacks in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah. Two of those guys they cut. And I don't think Jones I don't think Jones is quarterback at all. I don't think he's good enough. No. If you want to win a Super Bowl, Daniel Jones is not your quarterback. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, so, he does he does yeah. suffer with fumbleitis. So yeah. I just just on completely related, do you think this might be the first season where teams may actually purposely lose to just to try and get a better slot to get Trevor Lawrence? There'll be a couple no. of teams I think that will be tanking. I, well, I don't know if it'll be the Giants though. I think the Jags will be, but that's a different story. Sorry. I just thought yeah, I'd add no, no, no. They, they are a team looking for that. But what's your, what's your overscore then, Bri? On Two. home. Two. Okay. Two. Right. Now, yeah. they're away oh, teams. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Woof. He is Sorry, stingy. Giants. Sorry, Giants fans. And we know, we know you love us. Uh, UK Giants, yeah, yeah. Um, they've actually been talking about doing a... Um, uh, a NFL UK um, meetup, but just Giants and Cowboys. So that would be quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. but we'll see where that goes. Right now, obviously there are away teams. Um, you obviously you got the three. You got um, Cowboys, uh, Eagles, and Redskins. Then we've got the Baltimore Ravens, Chicago Bears, Cincinnati Bengals, LA Rams, Seattle Seahawks. So I. Uh, Go reverse. No, actually, I'll go you, Gray. Um, what is your um, upper and lower score on the road? The, bear in mind, this is Giants on the road. Yeah. There's every chance they win more away games than they do at home, in my opinion, because the Bears are in turmoil at QB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens always draft well. That will be their toughest game. The Ravens, the Ravens always draft well, and they've got a QB that can make do things on his own. Um, they could. There's every chance they go to the Redskins and, and get a win. Um, going into FedEx and uh, not FedEx, Lincoln Financial and yeah. AT&T. Nah, and and Seattle's always a hard place to go. So I would yeah. say they could they could split it. They could well split, and the Rams as well. Obviously, the Rams, yeah, the Rams have hemorrhage talent. Yeah. I think they, they lose. I think they're on the decline. The There's Rams every chance yeah, they yeah. the Rams yeah. and win. Yeah. Well, I still think they lose. The Rams lose. Uh, sorry, they lose to the Rams purely mm. on the basis of Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Really got a collapsing D line there. Uh, you know, a D line that can collapse down on that running game because that, that's a guy who's just. Um, for a guy, when you look at when you look at Aaron Donald, you go, "How is the guy so small? Who plays defensive tackle yeah. so disruptive?" Mm. 
I don't get it. He's reinvented the position of a nose tackle. He's reinvented it. Yeah. You don't don't have to be over 300 pounds, six foot five, Mm. like, and take on two guards or a centre or whatever and that. Mm. What what Aaron Donald does is just pure athletic ability. He gets quick quick step, gets into the gap, does what he needs to do. Like, he's reinvented it. It's like, it doesn't make any sense, does it? When you look <laughs> it's it's unreal. It's yeah, unreal. It, it doesn't make sense. But okay, then what what's the your under and over then, Gray, on away games? Um, I would say a minimum of. You know what? I'm going to give them three. Minimum of three, and a max of five. Okay then. Uh, what about you, Bright? You're under and over on their away games. I'm going to go again with the under zero. Yeah. I really am. And, and the over is I love it. I love it. I really am. I'm, I'm sorry, Giants fans. Wow. And you, can, you, can, you can say this back to me at the end of next season. But I really, really can't see them winning games. You know, as, as we said, yeah, maybe the Bears, maybe at uh, the Bengals. <laughs> But everywhere else they have to go, it's absolutely killer for them. Yeah, they, they are they are playing teams that yeah. can beat their strengths. So what about you then, Paul? Um, under and over on the away schedule. Minimum two, maximum three. I like it. Okay, so that means, quick math. So that means that, our, uh, Graham, you're saying that they, they could have five wins minimum. On the season, which okay, yeah, and a max. They got, they got four last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last year. yeah. yeah. They, they would have increased in their wins, so it's all about making progression. A maximum of 10. Uh, Paul, your minimum of four, maximum of seven, and then Brian with a minimum of zero, maximum of four. So, uh, <laughs> they'll have no wins or they repeat what they did last season, yeah. Okay, um, so let's move on then, guys, to the Redskins. Um, so I'll ask you first, then, Paul. What did you make uh, in terms of the Redskins draft? Um, bear in mind, um, they did take quite possibly the best player in the draft this year at number one. I actually think they did quite well. Like they've, they've they've covered multiple positions. They got a couple of skill players. They got a running back. Got a, a wide receiver. They catered some of the linebacker positions, even got some DA a safety, two defensive ends. Um, but yeah, I find they actually did quite well in this, this year's draft. And obviously they managed to get the best player of the draft, which was Chase Young. And um, I'll be blunt, I'm worried <laughs> when we play against Washington's defensive line because they've really stacked it up. Yeah. So they have, so... Aye, but uh, but 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 if I was to if you would like how we graded our draft, we graded it as an A. I would still grade the, the Redskins as like a B plus, close yeah. to an A. Mm. Yeah, that's that's where I'm with. I, I'm exactly in the same place as you. Although, um, they took. I mean, they took a guy. I was banging the drum on um Keith Ismail. Um, they took him centre. Yeah. They yeah. took a, a, a running back. I was quite surprised that they took in the third round, um, but they took Gandy Golden, mm-hmm. and that fills a need for them because their wide receiver core was, um, bar one guy, was a little diminished, if you like. Um, yeah. But 
Oh, okay then, Bright. I know you're looking at the the depth chart there. Give me your take on the uh, Redskins draft. So, you know, the, the the immediate thing stood out to me was they didn't pick up any cornerback. They're quite shallow there. Um, the Pencil Fuller, Jimmy Moreland. Uh, not sure if Foster or Fabian Moreau and Ronald Derby. Um, they needed to add a cornerback, and they didn't. Um, again, like the Giants, their light at tight end didn't pick up a tight end. But then they addressed the other areas they needed in terms of their O line linebackers and wide receivers. Yeah. So I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock the risk in for what they did. As we said, I'm not. I, I wouldn't agree that Chase Young was the best player in the draft. I thought it might have been Isaiah Simmons, but that's me. That's mm-hmm. personal opinion I have. But, um, you know, you couldn't blame them for taking him at number two. Absolutely not. I mean, if if they had a stood pad at number two and not taken Chase Young, they would have gotten dog with you. Yeah. yeah. You know, so they, they drafted smartly. They... Considering they didn't have a lot of picks, like they obviously they didn't have a second round pick, they've they've drafted well. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I I quite like the draft. Um, I think in terms of teams in the NFC East that drafted, I think the Redskins were number two. If you wanted to mm. rank it that way, Cowboys one, yeah. Redskins two. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Gray? How do you see their draft? Uh, yeah, the draft. Um... I like as well because um, no brainer at number one. They didn't have a number two, and they mm. got straight down to business with picking receivers with the uh, with the third round and the fourth round pick. Um, yeah. yeah. So they they recognise that they need skill position talent, and um, they've only gone and supplemented that that nice old, uh, defensive line. So. Uh, they they did quite well. Um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, they're not premier receivers, but they, they are they are viable options. Um, mm. And yeah, they've they've laid the groundwork. They yeah. have laid the groundwork. Yeah, I mean, you could talk about perhaps what is Adrian Peterson. Uh, gonna do for you this year. I mean, this is a guy who's properly aged now on the roster. Um, so that could be their third round um pick trying to cover themselves in that sense. Yeah, um, I mean, they've they've added they've added running back. Um, they've added two yeah. running backs. Yeah, yeah, Peyton yeah. Barber. That's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, and and Deces is coming back as well. I'm bright love. Yes, yeah. I'm bright. Well, yeah, and you can't forget Bryce Love was, was a very decent running back. I mean, yeah, um, was it AC Alley tour? Yeah, before the season started, Peyton, Bar- Peyton Barber but, as well. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just going to throw this in there as well. They also were quite clever in that they took uh, Shadik Charles in yeah. in the early fourth, and then traded Trent Trent Williams away. You know, they made sure they got their guy before they gave away the guy. Yes. You know, so I know I know they didn't get the picks they really wanted, considering they said they wanted two first-round picks for Trent Williams. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thought we were bidding cuckoo land there with that one. But, you know, they got a guy, they traded away, picked up extra picks 
to, to, to help them out. So, yeah. again, you can't you can't book everything further for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, something can be said, mind you, for Charles. He is developing. Mm. He's going to be a development yeah. project. But, yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Now, in terms of um, the Redskins uh, schedule, it's actually not too bad for these guys. I know there's a team, um, you know, trying to rebrand themselves and work themselves up. They're making the foundation work great, as you mentioned, Paul, with the D-line. So I'm going to start with uh, Graham on this one. Their home teams um, for the Redskins, obviously Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, uh, the Rams, who we've spoken about, uh, the Seahawks, and then we've got the Ravens, the Bengals, the Panthers. Now, for teams at home, that's not a bad schedule. No. No. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I, my only concern is do they have the skill position players <laughs> this is it. to, yeah, to yeah. take it on? They certainly have the D-line, but yeah. I don't know if a D-line's necessarily going to win you the game. Um, it'll keep the score down, but I don't know if they're going to strip the QB every quarter and run it back for a touchdown. So mm-hmm. um, that's... I still think that the skill position players... I mean, obviously, McLaurin. Is it McLaurin? McLaurin, yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, in, he's in a second year. He's a weapon. He is. He's a. If you lose him over the top, he's gone. So they, they do yeah, have talent there, but they've brought in two running backs um, and Lattimore for, for good reason. So, yeah. Uh, mm. but yeah, the, the, I mean, just looking at their additions as well. Um, Ronald Darby and and yeah. Kendall Fuller have been have been good players lately. So yeah, their 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 defense is is above average. Yeah, definitely above average. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you take the they whole unit, uh, but their, their D line is premier. So yeah. and they've, they've got good, good players in their linebacker core as well. Don't they like, like, like despite he's had his control a controversy with Ruben Foster, but he's still a good player. He's yeah, still, yeah. And, and, and also you've got Ryan Kerrigan who is just yeah. a seasoned veteran he's pretty much the Redskins version of Sean Lee in their opinion like, and, yeah. you know like you say Ruben Foster never bet against an SEC linebacker they will always come back to bite you mm-hmm. um, so, but give so me a run run over Gray on the home uh, score if you like then um I would say a minimum of. Do you know what I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be a wee bit harsh on them, but I'm gonna say a minimum of two, mm. and a maximum of five. Okay, no problem. Because you don't you don't know how how their skill players are gonna do. Um, the Ravens can play D. If the if the Panthers get a lead, they can. Run the ball to death. Mm. I think they'll. I think they'll take care of the Bengals. Um, yeah. We don't know what the Rams are going to be. And again, if, if the it depends how quickly the Giants gel as a as a an an, uh, an offensive line unit. Mm. Um, but again, this is why they play the games. You know, it, it's mm. this close for a reason. So, yeah, a minimum of two and a max of five. All right, then. So I'm going to go to Paul next. He's looking 
like he's deep in thought on this one. Um, so what have you got for me on your over and under, Paul, and your take on the Washington Redskins home schedule? Minimum of three, max of six. Okay. Uh, so where do you think those three games that are, are tippling you were coming from then? Is that the, the Rams-Seahawks, is it? I think they should still beat the Eagles. That's my... Yeah. Um, also, the Bengals and mm-hmm. probably... Well, the 50-50 one was the Giants, but I still think they could probably beat the Panthers because we don't yeah. know what the new coach, Mark Rule, is going to be doing for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're, they're still in a rebuilding stage. I don't know, but that's the minimum of three. But if you were to put my maximum, I can... It would be the Giants, the Eagles, Bengals, Rams, uh, Panthers. Oh, that's sorry, I miscounted. It should be minimum three, maximum five. Sorry, five. Okay, mm, yeah, yeah, five. yeah, yeah. Right. maximum, maximum five. There we go. Then three and five. Um, anything different for you, Bry? Um, I would say two. I would say maybe three and four is the min max. Four. Yeah. Okay, so give me a max. Where are they coming from then? I think they could take two of the divisional rivals. And I'm not just getting the fact they could take us as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it all depends on when they get their divisional game. Yeah. If, if they get one or two of those in late, late November into December, and especially as Paul kind of alluded to with the Eagles, I think that's going to be a defense, defensive battle. They're just going to mm-hmm. beat the living hell out of each other. So I could see that being a low-scoring game, which they might come through. If then they're playing us in the same that same time period in, in December when it's going to be raining, there's going to be yeah. snow in Washington, that could slow our offense down. And I think they're due to give us one. You know, I, I, I definitely think they're due, they're due to beat us. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's a new coaching team, but I mean, it's a coaching team with a lot of experience as well. Like you've Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio. They're three very good coaches. I'm not going to knock any of them. So you could see them coming up with game plans to do it. And I think, yeah, again, you could be right in terms of taking a victory against Panthers as well. Mm-hmm. Like Matt Rule and Joe Brady, you just don't know what they're going to have. You know, they're, they're both really good college, college coaches, but what do they actually have when they get to Carolina and start playing at NFL level? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that would be yeah. three, and then maybe maybe they shock someone. Okay, yeah. All right, then. So, I'll go with you next, Paul. Yep. Uh, the, the away games. Uh, so, we've got the Cardinals, the Browns, the Cowboys, Lions, Giants, Eagles, Steelers, and 49ers. So, a fairly uh, similar... Yeah, to the Giants in that sense. Um, I think it's. I, I, I think it's. The, I think it's what most of them are to be about because they had them as their home games. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so and Redskins and I got them as the um, away games. Um, yeah, a lot more difficult. Um, a bit more uh, finicky in it because it's away. Yeah, uh, Giants maybe. Eagles, no, I don't see them beating Eagles at home. Um, 
You know what? I'll, I'm going to go with two and f- two and four. Two and four. Yeah. Okay, so let's go with the, the lowest number. Who are the two wins on the low number there then? Uh, it might be the Cleveland Browns and potentially, and God forbid me for saying this, the Steelers. Okay, so you you think the Lions could get the drop on them then? I think they could. I okay. Because uh, like, as much as they had a really bad season, um, I think the Lions, like, they could actually have a comeback season. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I'm just kind of being, like, all epic and <laughs> trying to make up a fairy tale of the NFL here, but, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But... Um, I don't know. I, I just don't really see them beating Detroit for some reason. I don't know why. Excuse me. Yeah, well, I mean, <sighs> the thing with, with the Lions is they can be that scrappy team that you, you see them and you're like, oh, yeah, they're going to... And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they start scrapping mm. to get the win out completely out of nowhere. They are, they are that weird team, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, did they, did they not beat us? Uh, a, a couple seasons back, uh, and it wasn't Stafford; it was the quarterback. Um, don't know. I have to go. Am I? Yeah. Am, I am I making shit up? <laughs> no, I, I think no, there was a season where the lines be us, but yeah. I think Stafford was the QB. No, I think Stafford was quarterback for us. Oh no! We, no, we won by uh, uh, last year. We won by we won, but we, we did win eventually. Just. Yeah. Just, yes, that's right, in the fourth quarter. Um, but I tell you what, Gray, give me your Washington Redskins away schedule over and under. Um, a minimum of two and a max of... Four. Because um, they're picking, I mean, a couple of points I've not said so far. They're picking second in the draft for a reason. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And Brian, you might have it, you might not. Who is their starting tight end for the 2020 season? Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle. Have they and got rid of Reed, have they? Jordan Reed, they caught, yeah. He's been cut. So they got rid of Moss Moss as well. They dropped Moss as well, didn't they, in the draft? Yeah, but they, no, they picked him up through undrafted. Yeah, he was undrafted. Shut he up. Was, yeah, Fab Moss. Yeah, he was undrafted. undrafted. Yeah. That is criminal. So you like can see where I'm coming from yeah. when I talk about their skill players. Yeah. Um, I, I think they... Do you know what? They might go into Pittsburgh and win. Um, it all yeah. depends on Big Ben. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's my exact thoughts. That was my exact thoughts. You don't mm-hmm. know where he um, is. We, again, you can we, say the same with Matt Stafford as well, mind. Again, the, and also the the Cleveland Browns didn't win the Super Bowl for some reason last year. I don't know why that's. <laughs> um, and then you've got. Uh, You've got questionable off. I think it, I think the Lions' offense is questionable if mm. Stafford isn't on his game. Yeah. See, see if Stafford's on his game and he's chucking sixty-yard passes. You know. Um, yeah. I always. It's weird. You're going there for some reason. It's weird. It's like the Lions just have that inconsistency. 
like they could be one of the hardest teams you could play against, regardless what time of year it is. But yeah, it's but sometimes when one player's not in sync, they all fall over. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I. I can't get past their skill position players. Yeah. I know they've got McLaurin, but yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that D-line, yeah, it's amazing, but it's it's only going to do so much for you. It's not. I don't think it's going to win you the game. Yeah. 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 Well, it's going to be in the game, yeah. but I don't know if it's going to be enough to, to bring you the win. Okay. Brian, um, will you just quickly give me your over and under... And we'll move to the yeah. Eagles. Uh, so what's your uh, lowest and your highest away wins? Three and four. And that's giving them a win at the Giants, a win against the Browns, um, a win against the Lions, yeah. and then maybe the Steelers. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah. They're all the same, that one. So I've got them down uh, on an average of uh, six wins. Uh, the mm. season, you got uh, Graham on a minimum of four, maximum of nine. Uh, Paul on a, a minimum of five, maximum of nine. And then Brian on a minimum of six, maximum of eight. So we're all in the same sort of ballpark. Yeah, really. Yes. Mm. No, we're, not, uh, we're not too far apart. No, no, no. Not at all. I think um, going by that, it, it shows that we, we recognise their D-line and we recognise mm. our defence overall. Yeah. That's where the that's where the, the, the kind of maximum of nine comes from. Yeah. But the minimum is low as well. Because you yeah. don't don't know what these guys are going to be. I mean, if they come in and they find a thousand yard receiver with ten touchdowns, there's every chance they could be closer to nine. But who's it who's it gonna be? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So now let's go to the to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's go with the Eagles draft. Paul's itching to take it away. Now, a lot of talk, not just between fans, even the media, about uh, the Eagles draft. Um, I mean, we've spoken about their first pick, Jalen Riga. Um, There's obviously Jalen Hurts, who's taken next. I mean, this was a draft that was a little disjointed, shall we say. But one thing I will say that I was quite impressed with is they managed in the sixth round to take uh, offensive tackle Prince, Prince. Tager. Yeah. Now, that is a brilliant value pick. I mean, Prince Tager, he hasn't long been playing football, but he's an ascending player um, and uh, has been in college. If you look from day one to the day he finished, he was always getting better. Um, obviously, he still needs a lot of development. You know, he's playing in the NFL now. Um, but I think that was probably their best in terms of steel, their best yeah. draft. But what did you make of the draft, Paul? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with it. Is there a, a mate you could drop? Sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. No, um, it was probably the most... Out, other than the Parkers, it was a bit... Weird, like we knew they were a wide receiver in the first round, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't the wide receiver that we all thought they were going to take. Because mm. uh, I think we all had Reader going in the second round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but the second round, she's where do we begin with that? Right. That 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 to me just comes to show that they're just using Hearts as an insurance policy. 
if more than anything. I don't know. I don't I, like. I really don't know. Like, I'm so confused with the Eagles in general. Like, they're they're, they're a complicated bunch of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I really, I, 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 they really are. Like, but, 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 but again, in fairness, they have catered some other positions. They did manage to get other wide receivers in the fifth round and the sixth round, which is fair enough because they are in desperate need of all the teams in the NFC East. They need wide receivers yeah. the most because we saw it last season how, like, Aguilar, um, Tyvon Blitt, bloody name, played for Tampa. Um, a, he got injured as well. Uh, it's. I mean, there's a lot of injuries for the Eagles, especially on receiver. Just Sean Jackson going out early. Uh, that's what I meant. You know, yeah, you got, um, you know, Alshon Jeffrey regularly injured. Mm. Um, you know, soft tissue injury as well, which is bad. Um, so you had Arcega Whiteside, who didn't really jump to the occasion. Um, so, yeah, I mean, mm. they did take a lot of wide receivers. And Rager as well is a bit of a burner. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, for you, Gray, are you with Paul? On this Eagles draft, just sorry, just to add something as well. Like well, I know, I know yeah. that you mentioned like Prince Tega was a good steal, but I actually still think like a Jack Driscoll from the same stool with Auburn yeah. is still a good pick. Like yeah, that was in, term, in terms of addressing the, in terms of addressing the offensive line, they've actually got two players that they actually play the side side by side each other. So mm-hmm. so it'll be a more natural fit for them if going to that offensive line more naturally that way. So but yeah, sorry. No, 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 you're totally no. right. I mean, they know each other's. Um, strengths and weaknesses and we all know that um especially in pass protection it's a dance you know and uh mm-hmm. if you know your dance partner's moves you're already a winner so yeah, yeah i mean are you with paul on this are you disappointed with their draft gray I, c- I can see why they went so wide receiver heavy but again yes. like paul what were they doing in the second round i don't know what that was i think about. it's a i think it's a blaring red light that they cannot trust Carson Palmer. It's the greatest highlight reel. Carson Wentz. Um, yeah. It might be better with Carson Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a, I think it's a, an admission that they don't think Wentz can play 16 games. Definitely. Um, either that or they've taken Hurts to trade them in a year's time for a first round pick. On some, that's the that's the. Oh, I've, I've been scraping the barrel since. Yeah, he, the only mm. other thing I can think of. Here's a question: Do you think they're trying to do what the Patriots did when they drafted Galapolo in the second? There's every chance. There's every chance. But I think it's I think I think it's huge confidence from the Eagles that they feel they have the roster to go ahead and do that. Yeah. When you have yeah. so many gaping holes on their offensive skill position players. Um, just to add on, I don't know if this has been updated re- recently, but they they signed three safeties in free agency. They mm. signed McLeod, Mills, and Parks. Now, what if they're going to move one of them to corner? But then they've gone ahead and uh, I, find, I find Mills has been moved to corner on Darius Slay. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the biggest free agency they did. Um, yeah, but again, but, do you know what that? They have they have picked up on wide receiver, but again, it's very very young. I kept I kept hearing speed, 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 
Yeah. So they want to go with a running game short and the, the long ball over the top, obviously. So um, as much as I want to diss on their draft and... You know you want to. They, have, they haven't added a wide receiver in, in free agency, to say the least. They haven't... Um, you know, they've not gone for any experience. If anything, they've lost Aguilar. Mm. There's still that voice in the back of my head that goes they won the division last year. Let's be honest, Aguilar wasn't exactly special, was he? Exactly, exactly. A lot of drop passes. Yeah. You know, so, like you say, a lot of injuries. And you just yeah. want yeah. what That's is it. the real Eagles? So, I mean, for you, Bri, I mean, we'll skip your take on the draft, but the roster, because I know you've done a lot of work uh, yeah. on rosters. How do you see this roster? Is it a winning roster? Are they going to be no. the most competitive um, NFC East team against the Cowboys? Against the Cowboys, yeah. But okay. looking looking further than that, no. This is not a good roster. There are two main needs going into the draft. What they needed were cornerbacks and linebackers. They have five linebackers. That's it. They yeah. drafted a couple of guys late. Uh, took a couple of punts on them. Um, they traded their third and their fifth to get Darius Clay. He's the only cornerback they have. He's obviously going to start. Sidney Jones will start opposite him. But then their depth is it's pretty poor. You know. Mm-hmm. And then... As we said, they're at linebackers of Nate, Jerry, Duke Riley, John Brown, who they picked up in free agency, TJ Edwards, and Andrew Singleton. That's it. That's who they have at linebacker. They are abysmal. Do you think then Fletcher Cox is still the same Fletcher Fletcher Cox as what we used to? Yeah, Fletcher Cox is Fletcher Cox. Absolutely. I mean... I, I don't think you can take it. They, they were clever with what they did with their defensive line. They kept it together. It's the strength of their team. Exactly. Getting after quarterback, yeah. creating pressure up the middle from the outside. They have a huge rotation of players there. You know, I think there's something like 14, 15 players. They can they can rotate in and out there. They've, they're four deep at some, at some of those positions. You know, so they're, they're set there, but outside of that, they are paper thin. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go to you, Paul. Yep. Right? The Eagles home schedule, right? Obviously, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got the Rams, the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Saints. Um, now, for me, there's a couple of teams in there that um, can certainly... Um, play against their strengths to take mm. them away, but out of all, out of what you can see, what they got at home, what's their over and under? Um, oh, oh, sorry, minimum and max. Sorry. Yes. Mm. Um, minimum, uh, minimum of three. Okay. Max. Of six, mm-hmm. like Chris, they do Wait. have like the reason I'm saying six is because they can like really turn it up, especially in the, the later stages of the season at home. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm kind of thinking towards that. But even it, even if it's against us, and it's proven that time and time for the past couple of seasons, they've kind of did that to us. Yeah, 
when we yeah. needed when we needed to win that game, they've they've always turned up. So in terms of the minimum three and the maximum six, mm-hmm. uh, one of the, the teams they beat from that three and six is one of them the Cowboys. No, it would be the Giants, the Bengals, and possibly the Redskins. That's the minimum for you. I still think they'll beat the Redskins at home. Yeah, I mean, so the maximum then. Oh, the maximum. Three. Oh, a yeah. maximum Cowboys would, would be in that, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've looked at. I mm-hmm. think they would be splitting wins on the season as they regularly do. If you were to take this out, it would be three and five, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm with you there. I'm totally with you there. Are you the same, Bri? Have you got an over-under on the... I've I'd, I'd got four and six. Four and six. And are you the same on the six side as one of the teams they beat the Cowboys? Um, no. No? Oh, okay. But it, again, as, as I kind of said to the Redskins, it depends on when we get them. Because for some reason, they always give us the Eagles at home in October. Yeah. And yeah. we played them at, at second Lincoln Financial in week 16 or 17. Yeah, that's it. You it's know, so... The way we play them last. That, that could be one where, where they get it. It's almost know. like we're, we're waiting for the schedule to come out Thursday and we know the Giants are going to be played week one and the Eagles are going to be played 16 and 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know. um, you can't even I know. You just know it's coming, don't you? But what yeah. about you, Greg? What's your over and under on the Eagles' home um, schedule? Do you know what? I... Again, that little voice in the back of my head is talking to me. We go back to last season and we're sitting there at week 14 or week 13. The Eagles were 5-7, and seven, yeah. looked like nobodies, mm. and they won in December and went to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That was with the wide receiver core that they had. They have now gone and supplemented that. So um, as much as it pains me, I'm going to say a minimum of five. That's what I've mm. got. Yeah. And a maximum of seven. Ooh. Okay. Um you know we've 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 kind of we've kind of ripped through their draft a little bit. Yeah. But they have gone and done that for a reason. Yeah. They find a way to win. I'm not they... saying it's the right reason mm. but they think they're ready. <laughs> Uh, and to go and take a QB in this, with the second round pick, that only shows that they think they're ready. So they, they've gone and added a couple of stud players, like they've brought in Slay and they've brought in Hargrave. Mm-hmm. And they think that then it looks like they've fixed their wide receiver problem in the, in the long term anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Rieger in the first round, no, but second round, probably. So yeah. he's not a dud. Let's face it, he's not a dud. <laughs> so See, yeah, I've got a sneaky feeling, right? That Stanford, the the, the play they took last year, Stanford's wide receiver, Arcega Whiteside. I mean, he have a stormer in college, and I think give him a year of development, and you're going to see him turning on, <laughs> kind of like a little bit of a Michael Gallup for us, you know. I would I more. I would more went with Juju Smith-Schuster. That kind of a comparison because he was like Gallup was productive for us in his first year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, our yeah. Sega, our Sega Whiteside did nothing. 
you didn't do much. No, yeah. I, I don't even know what the stats are. But the thing you can't take away, mind you, from the Eagles' offense is their tight end core. Um, they mm-hmm. do that, that is solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay then, Paul. On the Eagles' um, away schedule, uh, we've got the Cardinals, the Browns, the Cowboys, the Packers, which would be, I think, is an interesting game. I think that's Hearts versus a- Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think that that's quite Love interesting. Game. Um... <laughs> Can you imagine that? How they advertise it? Love <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. That is that is pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Packers. I think that's going to be a bit of a decider for them. Uh, then you've got Giants, Steelers, 49ers, Redskins. What's your over and under on their away um, on that particular schedule? Um, minimum of three, maximum of four. Okay. Um, so give me the maximum then. Where are those wins coming from? Browns, Giants... Redskins? Yes, and I'm going to say it again. I just don't think the Steelers are going to have a great season at all. I really don't. I just find they're, they're going to be doing a rebuilding season, just trying to lower, like, not really, like, unless they actually win f- five in a row somehow, but I just don't see them doing well because they didn't have a first-round draft pick or anything this year, did they? Uh, Steelers, I Steelers did not. No, yeah, like so, so they didn't really do much in free agency as well. I mean, there's a lot of players have actually kind of like, obviously they, they, they traded up to get think Minka Fitzpatrick, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do you think? Do you think the the Cowboys get a win at Financial Field? No, this is this is the away games. Yes, that's right. Uh, no, they'll be oh, away so, to us. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm doing it the wrong way around. So you think that the Cowboys beat the Eagles at, at home more than likely then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, then. Um, give it to me then, Bright. You're over and under on the uh, Eagles away roster. A uh, roster? Schedule. I tell you what. Yeah, all right. Great. Hit me with it. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna lower the, the away expectation a little bit because they've got potentially quite a few games in the snow. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Redskins, Steelers, Packers, Giants, Giants, yeah. Browns. Quite I, most most of them are outdoor. So uh, you could find that their speed receivers get slowed down in the snow. Um, yeah. yeah. And 49ers can, you know, San Francisco can be a cold place to play if it you're playing be. in, in yep. December. It could be. Uh, I, think, I think it's only Arizona and Dallas is the two only indoor arenas. Uh, no, hold on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. One, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just two, two, uh, two, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it is. two out of eight. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. So I would go. Good point. I would go with. Um, Gonna take it down slightly, and a and a minimum, a minimum of three, 
and a maximum of five, I would say. But it's that's see see for your road record, that's still good. That's yeah. enough to win yeah. the division. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With with those sort of teams as well. Um, definitely. Um, I'll do mine in a minute. Bri, are you with us now? Just check. Are you with us, Bri? I don't think he's with us. <laughs> no. no. Bri? No? Okay. No. Um, so, basically, out of the three NFC East teams, um, we're pretty much in agreement looking at um, what we've said here, that uh, Giants, uh, a bit of a wild card team. They're the, they're the most up and down in terms of the upper score. Uh, we're all pretty much in agreement with where the Redskins are at, upper and lower. Uh, and then um, looking at this, the Eagles, we, we've all pretty much around the double digit marks. It yeah. wins on the upper scale for the Eagles. So that would make them, um, I think in the NFC East, I don't know what you guys think. The first team to 10 wins. Would you agree? 10 wins. 50 50. 50 50. It's between, it's, 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 between, it's between us and Delhi. Yeah. I think so, yeah. That, so, it, it, but, yeah. But, but so much uncertainty. Like, we, like it's either going to be one or either. I don't see it being Giants or Redskins because uh, they've still got a fair bit to go. Oh, yeah. Brian's left. Yeah. It um as as much as our as our offensive firepower is looking I, I don't know that so many question marks over our defence. Um adding digs, I like the digs move, but who's gonna play with them? Is yeah. Yeah. Is Ha Ha Clinton Dix going to be the player we want him to be? Do Poe and um, Do Poe and McCoy still have it in the tank? Um, can we get double-digit sacks out of Lawrence? These are all questions. I don't think anybody, nobody's got the answers for it just at the moment. But don't, um, don't forget our other nose tackles as well. We've still got Woods. We've still got our new signing, my favourite, Gallimore. Yeah, well. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yes, um, that does wrap up nicely the NFC East breakdown for ourselves. Um, now, um, of course, for uh, I've just got to mute Brian there while he's trying to figure out what's going on <laughs> is end. Um, the only news we've got in terms of um, the show is we were going to do an end of season special coming up. Um, but with the recent changes and everything that's happening, uh, season one now is extending all the way through May and into June. Um, so look out for whatever it is we're going to put together. You got any suggestions or anything interesting you want to send our way for shows? We'd be willing to listen. Um, I need to give a shout out to Cowboys Experience. Yeah, I beat you to it this week, Paul. Um, <laughs> if you're going to go with anyone this year uh, to the Cowboys games, make sure you book it through Cowboys Experience. Use the code as well, UK Cowboys, um, for that gift package. Um, and stay with us as well as we bring you more guests and more shows to keep you entertained during the lockdown. Um, I don't know if you guys have got anything to add before we end the show. Um, not I can think of. Um, uh, we were supposed to have a special guest today, but um, obviously um, 
a scheduled conflict kind of got in the way um, of some of the potential big news coming along the way. So, um, but yeah, uh, we'll hope to have our good friend at Dallas Cowboys, Shannon Gross, host of Hanging Off the Boys, to join us next week. And we will be looking next week, uh, obviously, at Cowboys News, and uh, we're going to do an all-star draft uh, brought in by one of our listeners. So we're going to get our thinking caps on, um, and we'll take it from there and see what we come up with. But from uh, myself, Paul Graham, and Brian, who's trying to figure out whatever's going on his (laughs) (laughs) he's on and off at the moment, so that's going to take some editing. Uh, We will see you next week. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, the podcast, and everywhere else. And uh, we will see you again next week, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks again, Brian. Thanks again. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, night.